0: to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so thrilled to have you here today. I hope uh, this year yields you a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. I like the the number 2018. It has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? I I just have a good feeling about this year. So maybe, uh, you know, there were a lot of tragedies tragedies that happened last year between the hurricanes and you know all the violence and everything and I hope we can calm down a little bit more this year both in our social lives and our personal lives and make it a good year for all of us so all right anyway um, today we're going to be talking about sex contracts so much like a driver's license Do you now need a contract to have sex? Is she not physically or emotionally able to give consent? Is a contract going to solve that problem? It's one thing to be cautious, but is this overkill? So that's what we're talking about today. So I invite you to call in on our phone lines and uh, talk about this this topic. You can comment or ask a question. Our phone number is 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. Now, if you happen to have missed last week's show... Um, I'd like you. I invite you to join us on our third annual comedy show to ring in the new year with comedian Mike Muratori. We were tearing up the dating and relationship scene. Do you know what the most common dating occurrence is the day after New Year's? Well, you just have to listen to last week's show to find out the answer to that question, to that question and more answers. Um, re- on the ready for you. So, how do you how do you do that? So easy. Just download my mobile app. Just Google it. You can Google it for the for iTunes and also the Google Play Store. Type in the Men's Advocate Show and download your copy for your smartphone. And anything and everything that you need to know to contact me or to connect with me is on that app. Social media, the on demand library how to listen live, one-touch calling uh, right from your phone. You don't even have to memorize the number or program it into your phone anymore. It's all so easy. So if you haven't done all of that, of course, you can also get the on-demand library through SoundCloud and TuneIn. So make that happen, all right? Okay, so let's dive back into today's topic. We are talking about sex contracts. So sex is something that's supposed to be a sacred gift between given sacred gift given to humanity, designed for both procreation and for pleasure between one man, one woman, united together for life in marriage, right That was that's the original intention. However, in today's sin-stained souls of the majority of our culture have, Mutated this good gift to now include a wide variety of activities, including homosexuality, transgenderism, rape, sexual harassment, and more. We've been exposed over the last few months to the reality of how the big shots in Hollywood often use coercion and exploitation as a means of extracting sexual encounters from women and men in the entertainment industry. It is surprising that the power men in this position not only got caught but actually admitted to wrongdoing. This is something that's really (laughs) a departure in our culture because this has like never before happened in our history that men would actually admit to wrongdoing or sexual foul play. Uh, for example, I mean, if the guy is caught cheating, you know, the wife calls him out on it, I think you're cheating, here's the reason why. And usually guys in this position deny, deny, deny. So I think we're turning a, a new leaf that these guys are have not only been caught, but hey, they're admitting to their wrongdoing. So as a society, I think we're one step closer to showing just how unacceptable such behavior can be and why it shouldn't be tolerated. Well, to me, I think there is a giant supplemental uh, reason and bonus as to why this is going on in Hollywood. This Hollywood takedown really is about women not getting through the glass ceiling. That's what I think. I mean, why now and why so many and why the rapid succession of guys who've been guys in power who've been taken down? So I think it's a clear opportunity to remove men from power and instead replace them with women for the directors and producer roles, which have been so, you know, sought after for so many decades and not attained that what better way to throw them all out (laughs) because they have sexual harassment on their record and now this is going to make room for all those females who want to be directors and producers. That's what I think this is all about. So anyway, getting back to our topic How do feminists and radical liberals seek to solve this situation and prevent sexual assault, rape, and harassment, etc.? Well, back in the day, that contract used to be called marriage. Today, with endless noncommittal sex, today's women think they need a contract to have sex. But what women don't realize, these women who are throwing forth a contract, is Women are already protected by the law. It's called a rape charge. You don't need an extra contract, you know, to confirm that you're having consensual sex. Like, I don't even get the point of this contract. So, do these women actually think they're going to be somehow protected by a piece of paper? And how are we protecting the men? As these same women who sign, you know what? You can still claim, the women can still claim rape at a later date. So I don't even see the importance of signing such a contract because, like I say, uh, the rape charge supersedes all of this kind of stuff. And the woman has the right to change her mind. And three moments ago, it might have been consenting sex, but something might have transpired in those moments, and all of a sudden now it's not consensual. So I don't know. I think the laws already cover this issue, and I don't think we need an extra contract to uh, seal the deal, so to speak. So, you know, these feminists are pushing for signed contracts before sex, and have they really thought this through? And whom is it helping? They claim it helps the woman, but my take is that it helps men get clear on whether or not the men got her consent. So why don't we call this contract what it is and quit saying it's pro-female or for the woman? Because I really don't think it is. So... Um, I think it's just an opportunity, which is a good thing, by the way. It's an opportunity for the guy to get clear on whether or not the female is consenting to sex. All right, then. Okay, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. If you have a question or comment on this topic, we are talking about sex contracts. Does it make sense? Is it really needed? Call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. And when we come back from the break, I'm going to talk about this new little kit called the Consent Conscious Kit that they're selling and what's in this kit. All right, we'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do
1: you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific
2: Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with the Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross, on KMET 1490 AM Smart Talk.
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about sex contracts. Are they worthy? Are they going to stand up? Does it benefit the guy? Does it benefit the girl? Um, Or are they completely useless and we have laws in place to protect both parties anyway? And this is just extra, extra busy work that really just doesn't make any sense. I don't know, probably a little bit of all the above. All right, so let me fill you in on something called the Consent Conscious Kit. Now, there is a recently politically correct idea called this conscious kit, and it's on sale in the U.S., and it contains a small bag with a condom, a pen, some breath mints, a sample contract stating that both participants, participants freely consent to a shared sexual act. Now, the suggestion is that a couple ready to have sex either takes a photo holding their hands in the contract or they both date and sign the contract to uh, confirm its contents. Right? Simple enough. Okay. Yet the consent-conscious kit addresses a very real problem. It does away, does it in a way which is not only silly but directly counterproductive. And why is that? Well, the underlying idea is that is how a sex act, if it is to be cleansed of any suspicion of coercion, it has to be declared in advance as a freely made conscious decision of both participants. So what I want to know is who keeps the copy, or do you make two copies and you each sign and date it? I think that would be fair. I think you should both have walk away with a copy. Um, as such, this Consent Conscious Kit, which, by the way, sells for $15. I think it's just another opportunity to sell <laughs> these girls... Some, some little tchotchke or cute little bag or whatever containing these products in there, is just an extreme expression of an attitude that grows all around the U.S. So I don't think guys are going to be interested in buying this kit. I mean, it's probably – I haven't seen what the picture of it looks like, but I'm sure – you know, the the design of it is very girl-friendly and they're, you know, they're kind of going after that valentine look or whatever, like, oh, isn't this sweet? Isn't this cute? Um, all you have to do is get this kit and, you know, this issue is going to be, you know, sewn up and nailed down, right? So now these kits and these sexual contracts started off in the state of California, because uh, California passed a law requiring that all colleges that accept state funding to adopt policies um, to ad- I- I'm sorry um, they passed a law requiring that all colleges that accept state funding to adopt policies requiring their students to obtain affirmative consent which it defines as affirmative conscious and voluntary agreement to engage in sexual activity that is ongoing and not given when too drunk before engaging in sexual activity or else risk punishment for sexual assault wow all right so why did this start with the colleges um As I've been telling you over the last many months, I don't know, it just seems like the female college students have been brainwashed that any sort of physical contact, you know, the girl could cry rape, whether it is rape or not, whether it is consensual or not. She has the right to change her mind. You know, we've talked about this, that girls at a later point in time could be two weeks later, two months later, whatever, They might be regretting the sexual act, and it really has nothing to do with rape. It has more to do with she regretted the act, so she's going to put all the onus and the blame on the guy, getting the guy in giant trouble. I mean, he might be kicked out of of college. If he has a job, he might be dismissed from his job, and, of course, he's going to be put through the ringer in the court system to, uh, proclaim his innocence for the next, you know, I don't know, six to 24 months. Not only, uh, not only that, but draining his bank account as well. So anyway, this whole sex contract thing started with the, um, with the colleges because this notion of, um, you know, rampant sex and that it wasn't consensual is just completely out of control. I mean, like I keep telling you guys, if I were a guy, I wouldn't even date a college girl. It's like go down the street and date somebody who works at 7-Eleven and forget the college girl because um, they're just not thinking clearly, a lot of them, Uh, you know, and a lot of them have been brainwashed that something is an assault when really it's not. So... You know they've got a motive, they've got an ulterior motive, and you know they're just not having it. And tag you're it. They're going to make something negative out of the situation. So that's where it got started, and then now it's grown beyond that. And now they're going to, um, you know, ask the general population to also adopt these sex contracts. So you know another way to handle all this is why are you having casual random sex just like a guy would? I mean, I think a lot of these women are trying to be guys. You know, it's okay for a guy to have random sex, but it's not okay for a female to have. Even today in 2018, it's not okay for the woman to be, you know, so loose and liberal with her sexual antics. So, you know, they're trying to legitimize this whole episode by You know, having a contract in place, I don't know, doesn't make that much sense to me. I think women should be way more discerning with regard to who they're having sex with. Um, You know, I don't know, maybe you get a sex buddy and you keep having, I mean, if you have a physical need, a physical release, if the woman has a physical release that she needs to, you know, get her jollies off, maybe you do it with the same guy, not... New random people every week. Um, maybe that would solve some of these issues. So that's my take on it. Now there's a uh, there's a men's group activist who wants us to take a look at the other side of the coin. He wants us. He, he promotes positive masculinity, and he's saying that sexual consent contracts can possibly do. More harm than good. (laughs) Excuse me. So basically, what he's saying is if someone were to sign a consent contract saying, I consent to having sex with you, this may give people, or I should say men, uh, the men involved, a false sense of consent that cannot later be revoked, no matter what happens. Um, because by signing the contract, you might falsely come to the conclusion that it is consensual. But in law, this this certainly is not the case at all. Yeah, not the case at all. So like I say, um, she can sign this all you want. You can take a selfie all you want. But you know what? The woman has the final word and if she wants to determine that this, were, this was not consensual or it was rape or it was forced at a later point in time, even though that point in time might be three seconds later, um, you know, she has the right to do that. So I kind of agree with the male activists that you have to be careful with regard to this. Because the contract absolutely can be re- revoked, and it can be revoked for almost any reason. You know, there, there's there's no stipulation that says you know the woman has to uh, tick off these check marks in order to uh, pull the the revocation. No, she can at any time say, "Well, yeah, I signed it. Yeah, I took that selfie, but that's now." not how I'm feeling right now, so the contract doesn't... uh, So be very, very careful with something like that. And as I mentioned before, I agree with the colleges. Like, do not engage in sexual activity with a girl who's too drunk, because this has been determined in court a few times now that if she's too drunk she is not in a physical position to give you consent. Even though the words might be saying, I consent to sex, she might not know what she's doing, and that's not going to serve you. So I would say probably for most women, two drinks is about the maximum that they can handle uh, based on, on height and weight. Anyway, it's the maximum that they can handle without being over the legal limit in uh, drunkenness so if she's had more than that i would stay clear of her i would absolutely not have sex with her because you're putting yourself at risk that at a later date she just couldn't give a valid consent because she was too drunk right makes sense okay So if you've just joined us, you've recently uh, called, you've recently listened to the Men's Advocate uh, show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about sex contracts. So are they worthy? Do they make sense? Or is it just this new thing, you know, this new roadblock that the feminists are putting in, in your path to make you do something that really isn't effective or valid anyway? That's what we're examining today. So when we come back from the break, I wanted to talk about uh, the plight of male teachers, especially male teachers who are in the elementary grades and how they're being shunned from being a teacher kind of along these same lines. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that when we get back from the break. So call us at 951 922 Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break.
1: You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming summer 2017. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are.
3: Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that'll change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good-looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today.
2: Where men can be men.
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about sex contracts. Do they make sense? Should you sign a consent form before engaging in sex? Is this a legit way to assure that she is giving you consent? I say, no, it is not. You know, she can change her mind at any time, and you should be looking at a number of different factors to see whether or not those conditions apply. So I say you're going to have to do more due diligence than have her sign a contract, all right? Okay, I want to talk for a moment about um, male teachers, So it turns out for the last 20 years, the number of male teachers in elementary and middle school uh, grades have stagnated at about 16%. Um, And it turns out the reason why that number is stuck stuck in a gear is because of this perception that males are working with young children. So, you know, I do agree with that. And I do agree that it seems like today in our sue-happy society that we are oftentimes accusing a male, even if it's not true, for reasons that may not be apparent. And unfortunately, that innocent guy may be you know, put through the ringer when he did nothing with the children. Now, of course, there are a lot of abusers. Um, You know, in all types of professions, maybe, you know, he's got his hands on 20 kids and, um, you know, he has access to 20 kids. Maybe this is is more prevalent than, say, another profession where he's not necessarily around this volume of kids, young children. Um, But my advice to that teacher is, heck, yeah, I would be putting cameras all around my room. And I don't know that I would necessarily tell the administration because they're probably not going to support you if one person is accused. So you better have some backup data to protect yourself. Um, I recently spoke to a dad. He's a single dad, and he gets his daughter, I guess, every other week or what have you, like 50% custody. And, you know, the daughter's birthday was coming up and the daughter wanted to have a sleepover with, you know, four or five of her best female friends. And I get it. I mean, I was in that situation, too, where my daughter wanted the same exact thing. And unfortunately, this dad had to tell her, no, you can't do it on my watch. Maybe next year when uh, the birthday goes to the other parent, the the mom, per se, maybe you can have the sleepover at that point in time. But if any of these children, female kids, stepped out of line or took something the wrong way, or they just didn't like the dad, or the mom didn't like the, the, the mom of that child didn't like the dad for whatever reason, and the dad is accused of something that, you know, untoward that he didn't even do. So, You know, as heartbreaking as it is, he could not fulfill his daughter's wish, birthday wish, to have a sleepover, female sleepovers, because he was really, really worried that one of these young girls are going to step out of line and say that, you know, your dad touched me in a way that was, you know, inappropriate. So this is the world that we live in. I don't know. I don't. Maybe the dad could have invited, like a female, you know, maybe his sister or something like that, to chaperone, to also chaperone the party. Um, but I, I do agree. Uh, you know, I do agree with his decision. His answer was a flat-out no. He didn't. He didn't want to have that sleepover, and he didn't want to. He did not want to subject himself. To this type of risk so it's sad but you know I guess this is the type of society that we are living in today and it, it just makes it really hard for the men because it you know you're even in the workplace you're really not allowed to say oh nice dress or comment on anything that could be misconstrued or taken out of context, just stick to, uh, you know, your work, stick to business, um, don't fraternize after work, don't go out to lunch with any, with the opposite sex, I mean, it really has boiled down to just being that sterile today, to where, you know, as a guy, you sort of have to protect yourself, and you know, there's more and more females in the workplace, and um, a lot of these women are bent out of shape over something that has nothing to do. They could be ticked off at a former boyfriend. They could be ticked off um, at a former situation. Maybe they lost the former boyfriend or what have you, and tag your it. You have nothing to do with why she's behaving unsatisfactorily, but you know, um, it's just not worth the risk. I mean, it creates a lot of drama and not to mention draining your finances and being having your good name break through the mud in case it's not true. And I get it. I mean, as a guy, you just sort of have to protect yourselves these days. So, you know, with regard to these sex contracts... You know, I don't think a contract is going to hold up because, like I say, she can change her mind. So you're going to have to be a super sleuth to figure out, you know, what would make her give consent and how is it going to stick. So I would say try to avoid the one-night stands. If you need to do that, do it consistently with the same um posse of girls that you know that are tried and true that are not going to use that information against you. Um, maybe you get to know your date a little bit better before having sex. See her in different environments to see how she relates to certain situations and interactions uh, You know, with other people in a social interaction. What is she doing? How is she behaving yourself? Is she acting like like a lady? Does she have some somebody that she wants to retaliate against? you know I mean look for all these red flags that um you know something is going negative in her life and she's just gonna take it out on you. I was reading a dating site the other day, and this guy was saying that one test that he gave them is he would give uh, he, he was dating like five girls from a dating app or whatever, and he gave them a substantial amount of money. I think it was like a thousand dollars or something to each of the five girls, and he wanted to know how they spent the one thousand dollars and based on that it's very indicative of the person i mean not to say that that's a good way to handle it but i mean i get where what he's where he's coming from he wanted to see if this person had any sort of character and morals and values and what was she doing with that $1000 was she blowing the whole wad on buying a fancy purse or fancy shoes or was she doing something productive with the money maybe she was giving it giving some of the money to a charity maybe she was turning around and doing something nice for the donor for the guy who gave her the money i mean you can tell a lot about somebody's personality in that kind of situation so There should be, I mean, I'm not really in favor of giving a a woman that much money, especially for someone that you don't really know. There's got to be other tests that might be similar to that. Maybe you could just even put it in a hypothetical. Like if you were to get this money, you know, sizable amount of money, You know, maybe that's one of the dating questions, you know, when you're on your first date to ask her that. Like, how would you spend the money? So, you don't even really have to give the money. Just make it a hypothetical and let's just see how she answers that question. And basically, you want to evaluate her values, her morals, her character and If she is an upstanding citizen in those types of areas, in a social area, she probably also will be an upstanding citizen in the bedroom and not wrongly accuse you of, you know, not having consensual sex. I mean, it only makes sense. Is it harder to do these days to determine someone's character? Of course it's hard to do. And I think it's a quality that is almost elusive today. I mean, back in the day, we used to like know how to do all this, but now um, there are so many shenanigans that go on with dating couples and the end goal of dating today is not marriage, is not commitment. So women are having babies out of wedlock all day long, which I don't approve of, um, but anyway everything is way more scandalous today so you know the the opportunity that she's going to um use the dating situation as a means to have a long as a means to be in it together with you for the long haul i think those days are done i mean it's it's you know are there couples who still do that yes there are you know, yes, there are upstanding uh, couples, but I think it's just kind of, you know, is it an old relic? Is Has it gone by the wayside? I think women are just, um, you know, they just want to be one of the guys. So they just want to have sex just like a guy would and just make it all random without commitment. And, you know, they get, it's probably not a smart idea. They get hurt quite a bit And in this hurt, in this pain, unfortunately, they are taking it out on innocent men like you. So you've got to beware. All right. If you've just joined us, you've recently tuned into the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about sex contracts. Are they uh, worthy? Are you really going to get clear on whether the act is consensual or not? I say no. I, I I think you better resort to old-school um, behaviors to figure out if she's got morals and character and value and some silly little contract with a selfie isn't going to do it. Yes, I know that a uh, consent-conscious kit for $15 may look super cute to her, um, but I don't think it's going to work. You, you've you've got to put in your due diligence and take someone to bed who is worthy of your time and your good name. All right? So uh, let's take a quick break here. We'll catch you right back after the break, and we'll talk more about this topic, sex sex contracts. Catch you right back after the break.
1: Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world.
2: Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men.
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about sex contracts. So if you want to chime in on this topic, call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. By the way, before we dive back into our topic, if you happen to like our show, please show, show your love and you can do so by the following by doing the following listen call like our fan page follow comment share tell a friend start with my amazon link download my app and buy my book on amazon by the way my book is called mastering women the real truth about women that will change your life forever i have many many men who are who have bought the book and they end up buying the paperback book because they say there's, it's just an encyclopedia of all the different situations that you might encounter with these women and how to protect yourself and how to be confident and cool but casual with these women but still get the job done. So that's Mastering Women both in the ebook format and paperback on Amazon. So make that happen. Okay, okay, And then I wanted to talk to you about next week's show. We're having a really good show. I'm having a a guest on uh, for next week. His name is Ryan Thomas, and we're going to be talking about parental alienation. So how to keep your child in the game. So he was the actual child who was estranged from his dad. So he's going to give you this insight on how to keep your child engaged regardless of the alienating parent that is doing everything in her power to distance the two of you now a lot of guys seem to think oh no big deal she can do all her antics but i'm gonna just buy the child another cell phone and that'll be the 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 daddy child phone and when i call Everything is all going to be good because I'll be able to speak to the child directly. Well, guess what, folks? That doesn't work because she ends up taking that phone away, and she still ends up playing a lot of her shenanigans. So he's going to tell you from his point of view what he experienced as a child, and... um, how he, how his dad was able to win him back into uh, the child's life. So it's going to be an interesting take. I usually do the take from the dad's point of view, but this time it's going to be the take from the child's point of view. And what was it that the dad could say or interact with the child to keep the child engaged and hooked on and not, And to disregard some of the fallacies that the alienating parent is uh, giving him. Yeah, that's going to be next week on January 10. All right? So you won't want to miss that show. He's a really good speaker and has a lot to say. We could learn a lot from him. And I'm very excited to have him as my guest next week. All right, let's dive back into today's topic. We're talking about sex contracts. So, you know, another strategy you guys might want to use is to go slowly, um, you know, or like give out a certain amount and then withdraw it. In my book, I call this behavior intermittent reinforcement. So it's kind of a known fact that, you know, most guys do want sex as early as possible um, and as quickly as possible in the relationship. But what if you didn't do it that way? What if you threw her off the scent and made her work for the sex? So, you know, there's four bases, right? What if you doled it out a little bit of time? Maybe you got to first base, Maybe you got to second base. Maybe it absolutely looked like you were going to get to third and fourth base, right? And then after, uh, you know, hitting the the hitting tag on the second base, maybe you retreat and pull back. So what does that do? Well, anyone, whether it's male or female, they're going to want to pursue something that they can't have. So if you're retreating, and you're now pulling away, she's going to wonder, well, what the heck did I do? Or, you know, what's wrong with me that you're pulling back? And, you know, you could kind of be like a little bit mysterious with it, not really say why you're pulling back, and just kind of like leave her in limbo. And, of course, she's going to want it if you don't give it to her. So, um, yeah, try, try that technique because if she's invested and she really wants to complete the sex act, you know, that to me is active consent. And I think it'll mean a lot more than just some piece of paper that you sign. I mean, it. you know, you're all hot and bothered in the moment. And how are you going to get her to sign that? Um, if the moment isn't right, I don't, I don't see how the guy is going to get her to sign that. And if the moment is right, it's almost like signing that piece of paper is gonna, I don't know, put you guys in a different mindset because it's like using the other part of the brain you're all like physical and hot and bothered and you're a good kisser and you know you're touching and the the senses are all firing and everything and then all of a sudden you're going to come to a screeching halt to say wait a minute we got to sign this contract we got to take a selfie we got to get out the uh, the pens and do this and do that I don't know I think that wrecks the mood so That might not be the best way to go. So try the thing about the intermittent reinforcement because that absolutely does work. Women want what they can't have. So, um, you know, let her know you want to have sex with her. Go to maybe first base, second base, and then pull the plug. Now, it always gives you the option of next time, on the next date, maybe you could take it to third base or maybe you go all the way, right? Right. But it kind of gets her juices flowing, and it gets her in a more active mindset, a more participating mindset, which is absolutely what you want. And with regard to the contract, I'm trying to think about that too. How can you do a contract to where it makes sense? Well, like I tell you with the sex act, it, it's very difficult to do this sort of thing, especially for her. From her point of view, it's difficult to do it while you're in the bedroom. Probably the, most, the, the best way to do it is to get her to sign the contract or get her to discuss the contract when you are in an environment that has nothing to do with the bedroom. So maybe it's like the next day at breakfast Or maybe uh, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon and you guys are taking a walk around the lake. So you kind of want to present the idea. And I would present it like, you know, I wouldn't present it like do this or else, sign it or else. I would present it like hypothetically and say, you know, um, a, a lot of people are using these contracts now. What do you think about it? And see what she's got to say and you know based on her answer you better and you have and you really need to listen to what the answer is but you can get a fair idea if she's thumbs up on the idea or thumbs down on the idea or somewhere in between so i would say another avenue to try is to talk about the contract or better yet the notion of the contract in a non bedroom environment because You're too hot and heated, and you can't really make a rational decision at that moment anyway. So, you know, put it out in the hypothetical, and that way you have a little wiggle room, and you have, you know, more to evaluate. And I think you're going to get a more honest answer by doing it that way. Make sense? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well... What else have we got going on? I just wanted to wrap up this show by saying that I do uh, coaching. I do love coaching and also business coaching and any uh, interpersonal conflict that you might have within yourself or with another person. um, So easy to sign up for that. You can send me a a Facebook private message or you can go to my website, themen'sadvocate.com forward slash coaching, com forward slash coaching, and you can get your needs met. So for new uh, customers, uh, you have the first five minutes for free. Let me evaluate your situation. And most customers can uh, – I can solve their issues – in four sessions or less. So these are like lifelong issues that you might have been going to a therapist for, you know, five years, eight years, ten years, and still not gotten it solved. Um, We can get that handled for you. All right. Thank you for joining me today. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We will catch you here next week. That's each and every Wednesday, Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Men's Advocate Show. Take care.